I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies Against Time! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's Land! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Nights! And take Mama's house! This is Movies Against Time, and this week was my pick. And for my pick, I decided to bring the gang back to a beautiful year, 1988. What was so beautiful about that year? Well, a lot of things, you know. President was Ronald Reagan. Okay. Nick Jr. aired for the first time. That sounds good. Sonny Bono is elected mayor of Palm Springs, California. Hmm. I didn't even know he was mayor. We're one out of three right now. (laughs) Ted Turner buys the NWA Crockett and turns it into WCW. One out of four. It had a good run. It did have a good run. It did. Can you guess what the top shows were in the year 1988? No, I don't even know what happened in 1988. (laughs) All right, I'll I'll give you number four. Cheers. Yeah. What else was that around then? Around that decade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shows on forever. Yeah. Number three. Home Improvement? Nope. Number three was A Different World. Really? Yeah, I never even heard of that. I recognize the name, but I don't remember watching it. Number two, a show, a little show called Roseanne. Watch that one. And the number one TV show of 1988. It's aged really well. Drum roll, please. The Cosby Show. <laughs> so I've only heard of two out of those ones, and you made me watch Cheers, so that one doesn't count. <laughs> I did like Roseanne, though. About some of the top movies of 1988, can you think of any? Was tonight's pick one of them? Uh, you know, strangely, it wasn't. <laughs> it was number four at the box office for two weeks yeah. until it was beaten out by the you know, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, well, Beetlejuice was kind of a blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Rain Man, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Crocodile Dundee 2. Rain Man was good. We should do that sometime. That was a really good one. Twins, A Fish Called Wanda, Cocktail, Big, Die Hard, and... Rambo three, twins was good. Cocktail was a big at the time, but I don't. I just can't for the life of me remember why. I Here, never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've watched it, but it's definitely not. Yeah, fun. They try to make it look fun, but then the yeah. guy kills himself, and it's like this movie's dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very dark underlying tones in that movie. Yeah, America's best selling. Well, the the best selling vehicle for the second year in a row is the Ford Escort. Was it a 1988 Escort? No, it was the 1981. It's weird. It sells so good. <laughs> sold so good in 88. Yeah. People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive. John F. Kennedy Jr. It's also the first year CDs outsold vinyl. Huh. Just to give everybody kind of the landscape. Things that were happening around this time. Around the time that one of the greatest movies of all time was made. What? Mm. Above the Law. No round of applause or... I don't know. You might have to add that in later. Uh, (laughs) So we watched Above the Law to see if it still held up. It held up a lot better when you fix the quality of the movie. Yeah. It definitely looks better in 1080p than 720. Which is weird because you didn't think they'd be able to make it look that much better. Uh, I accidentally picked this movie. 
Accidentally. Yes, because all of Seagal's first movies are all named about the same crap. It's all three letters. <laughs> yeah. And they're all kind of about the same stuff. A cop with an attitude. Out for justice. Yeah. <laughs> so I meant to pick Out for Justice. Okay. I mean, it's a happy accident. We picked his first movie. Right. It just isn't the most Seagal. It's not the most exciting one. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, it does have some decent action scenes. Yeah, like two. But far and few between. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Compared to Out for Justice, which I think is like an hour and 20 minutes of fighting. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> seven minutes to clear everything up. Sylvia, I, not only is this the first time you've seen this movie, I think this is the first Seagal movie you've ever seen. I have never been interested in that time period with that action. So, yes, it's my absolute first time with it. The 80s action movies in general? I try to avoid Just not them a like a Bluetooth. But <laughs> <laughs> you Usually, picked Die Hard. Yeah, well, that's different. <laughs> True that. Hello, it's a Christmas movie. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, this time he's actually Steven Siegel. This is before he became oh, Seagal. Yeah. Did he change the pronunciation yes, of his word? He absolutely he... changes. Really? Pop- yes, yeah, it's, it's Steven Siegel as of right now. I never heard that before. Once he gets the ponytail, it's Seagal. <laughs> he was working on the ponytail in this movie. Yeah, he was trying for it. It he... was all scraggly on the back Wasn't of his quite head. There, there, yeah. <laughs> This is probably the thinnest we'll ever see Seagal, yeah. and also the thinnest we'll ever see his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird how his first movie he's balding, and then he just gets more hair. Yeah. And a widow's peak that comes down to his n- bridge of his nose. I don't know for sure, but probably plugs. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to find about the making of this one. No. I looked and looked. I couldn't find hardly anything. And I, I'd like to be like, well, the first time I watched it, I have no idea, because I... Like you had said earlier before we started, all these first five Seagal movies tend to just yeah. blend together. Into I haven't it. seen any of them. In, I've seen them all. But yeah. I haven't seen any of them in years. Like, probably since maybe early 90s. Right. I well, <clears throat> And and thinking back on them, I, I couldn't, like, separate any of them in my mind. They yeah. just blended together as if they were all the one movie. I so confidently <laughs> picked the wrong movie. I wanted to watch Out for Justice. I was in the mood to watch Out for Justice. <laughs> yeah. He was so upset when he realized what he did. <laughs> but it's also fun because then I found out you never watched a Seagal movie, and now I know there's four more Seagal movies we get to watch. And that's oh, it. He's made about 68 movies, but we only have four more to watch. The laser beams very that are coming good. out of Sylvia's eyes at Dustin <laughs> right now are not don't, don't translate to audio very well, but I think he's got a whole bird in his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. We all kind of have a lane when it comes to movies we like. Yeah. This is my lane. I love this crap. It's crap. I know. And that's kind of what I've always tried to say about this podcast is, you know, if you like a movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. If you like it, it's good. Everybody has their opinions. No one can tell you that you can't like that. Right. I know it's a bad movie, but I like it. It's an enjoyable bad movie. Yeah. (laughs) He might end up watching Elvira pretty soon. I've seen Elvira. Uh, you're probably going to end up watching more. This <laughs> one is one of those things with like, well, the Cosby show or <clears throat> would be one example, but like Michael Jackson, if all the stuff about Michael Jackson turned out to be true, yeah. is Thriller still a good song? You know what I mean? You have to yeah. separate the person right, right. from the art they made. And like right. I was getting ready to say, I always knew he was kind of a shitty guy. Like I always lies about stuff and... Right. I did not know the depths <laughs> I was going to travel down 
to research research guy. Yeah. He's a bad person. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like <laughs> he's a monster. I have no admiration for him, but I'm still gonna like the movies. Yeah. The first five. That's it. <clears throat> I've seen people doing interviews and people asking, well, how was it like to work with Steven? And and they're kind of like, they dodge the question Everyone all the time. Everyone hates working they, with Steven. They, yeah, all the interviews I've seen, they're just like dodging around the question. I don't understand why he's not in prison. Yeah, he really Straight yeah. up. I, I, to this day, think he should be arrested. Yeah. Wow. Um, but this is his first movie that he's starred in. He's worked in right. movies before. He did pretty good. Like, I don't have any criticism against yeah, he's what like, he's doing. He's a good actor. Yeah, he comes across really, like, charismatic on screen. That's his thing, is he's got that very stern look, very charismatic. Yeah. The idea was Warner Brothers... Well, I, I don't even know where to start with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ovitz is a big hot shot at the time in Hollywood. And he had this... this there's so many origin stories to Seagal that listeners are going to be like, well, that's not how it went down. I understand. There's too many different right. stories. I'm just telling you the path I went down. <laughs> Michael Ovitz, very powerful, one of the who's who's in Hollywood. I'm not even sure what his title was. But he had cl- claimed he was a student of Seagal's because Seagal opened a, a dojo in California. Right. And a lot of Hollywood big weeks. He had one for something. It was something like 10 years he had it, right? Yeah. Right around that. He, he, he like dabbled around California for about a decade before he got into a movie. He was right. the martial arts instructor for Never Say Never Again. He was the martial arts instructor on that movie okay. and went ahead and broke Sean Connery's arm. Great. His wrist during production, yeah. <laughs> but so this guy, Michael Orvitz, is like, I can make anybody an action hero. No, oh, yeah. Anybody. <laughs> and so he took his... Sensei Seagal and brought him to Warner Brothers. They they had set up a demonstration because the idea was we, they were just trying to sell Aikido to Hollywood, right? Because there'd never been Aikido in films. So he videotaped one of those demonstrations we've all seen online, yeah, with his own students and him just magically flipping these guys eight <laughs> feet in the air and whatever. Right. And Warner Brothers bought it. They were like, "That's amazing. That stuff looks great." Yeah. And so they made the move. They they gave him a deal. To, what they did was they had a bunch of supposedly Clint Eastwood scripts that mm. Eastwood wasn't wanting to do. So they gave him like a handful and said, "Pick one, and that'll be the movie we do." And this is the one he picked out, which was originally about waterfront corruption in San Francisco. They changed so much <laughs> to make it a Seagal movie. <laughs> so him and Andrew Davis kind of co-wrote and produced this Above the Law. Or, as it's titled in other countries, Nico Above the Law. <laughs> you, you, if you look up the trailers online, you'll see some trailers. that It's a trailer for the movie. Yeah, because basically he's the one that's above the law in the movie. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's all about people being above the law and just for the whole movie commits crimes. <laughs> I know. And gets not in trouble for it at all. Huh? Yep. <laughs> the only thing he got in trouble for was the one thing he was supposed to do and arrest people. Remember we were talking about Rocky too and how they gave him 32 days or something to, to film? Yeah. How many days did this one have? 60. <laughs> it's not a vast Rocky improvement. Rocky did so much <laughs> better. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, but still, I mean, as far as making movies go, 60 yeah. days is not... Oh, my God. It's really not Rocky acceptable by today's phenomenal standards. Imagine that. if you gave Rocky double the time. <laughs> this is the first American film to feature Aikido in, in any fight scenes. Which looks great on movies. It yeah. does. 
I don't know how great it would be in a fight, but look at like Stallone movies when he like reaches back to the floor to punch somebody. <laughs> yeah. It looks great. It would get yeah. your head beat in, but it looks fantastic. So you ever watch a movie and, and like during the whole movie you just like look, waiting for that one moment where they mention the name of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> they mentioned it in this movie, I think about four or five times. Yeah, you get it a few times. Do you remember one. the first one who said it the first time? It was right the very beginning. It was is it Reagan? Nixon. Nixon. Damn it. <laughs> they they took a clip of one of Richard Nixon's yeah. speeches. Which he'll go ahead and say at the end of the movie too. Again, yeah. But in Nico's <laughs> voice, which means it's better. He said it during that speech he gave to Fox too. Mm-hmm. They say it like four but times. That was that was like the quickest I ever heard it in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think there were still there were still credits popping up in between. It's the weird clips. <laughs> to do it in the beginning and then to cap it, like to finish it with it. Yeah. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of uh vintage footage of him. In dojos. Yeah, all that stuff in the beginning over the title credits, it's all his actual family pictures and stuff. It feels right. like like Warner Brothers is, is straight up telling you who Steven Seagal is before you watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you may wonder why we just picked some guy. Yeah, their de-aging was not a thing back then. Yeah. That was him. <laughs> Literally, that was the only part of the movie I actually enjoyed. Really? <laughs> was like the photo collage stuff? That and him fighting in the very first part. That now that they that, filmed. Like I liked that whole thing when they started. Yeah, and then it lost me when he actually started <laughs> acting. That <laughs> that they actually filmed. You can tell they they, they didn't have like you said de aging. So you, right. you'll notice that his face is in the shadows most the right, whole because yeah. they're trying to make him look young. They gave him the mutton chops again. Yeah, which I think looks like Richard Ramirez, but I guess nobody will agree. Yeah. Some of some of those scenes with him in the dojo kind of reminded me of, of those memes that are out now with the the martial arts instructors using their chi to knock people. Yeah, over. yeah, it's a lot of that stuff. <laughs> like if, if that guy didn't want to flip, I like don't know that he would have grab to grab one guy by <laughs> his arm and just pull a little bit, and three guys fall down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a guy that wasn't even next to him. <laughs> yeah. This one also has Pam Greer right. as his partner, Dolores Jackson, which I got super excited when I saw that. I had forgotten all about her being in it. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah, this was kind of a comeback for her. And she, they gave her nothing to do. Yeah. I got so mad. I'm like, do you know who you're even dealing with? This woman, this woman, I mean, obviously, Coffee, uh, Foxy Brown, right? Jackie Brown. Yeah, she was in a lot of good stuff. Mars Attacks, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Escape from L.A., Adventures of Pluto Nash, which we have to do eventually if it wasn't three hours. <laughs> She's also played Amanda Amanda Waller, really? the leader of the Suicide Squad, Yeah, in Smallville for a few episodes. Really? Yeah, she was like the first on-screen Amanda Waller. I probably recognize her in that if I saw that. But she's trained since childhood in karate, aikido, kung fu, jujitsu. Legitimate can fight. Should have a fight scene. No. Stay in the car. Don't leave this car. <laughs> yeah. Then she gets shot. Should stay in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like anytime they tell a woman to stay in the car, she's always going to get shot. It's because she don't stay in the car. I mean, <laughs> stay in the car. Well, I got the point. Charlie. Everybody knows cars are bulletproof. Eh. <laughs> that was supposed to be our last week of service, and she was supposed to be retiring or going somewhere else. Yeah, this is her, of course, because it's an action movie in the '80s. Somebody yeah. has to be retiring. Yeah, <laughs> this is her last week before Get she goes to be. <laughs> she's going to be the DA, district attorney. 
This is going to be the start of a lot of Seagal being a straight-up superhero in every movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's the greatest. He's the most. Everyone in town loves him. Disarming 16 people at once. He's like, he'll, he'll stop at a stop sign, and then everybody on the street's like, Nico! Oh, yeah! <laughs> everybody knows him. He speaks all the languages. Yeah. He speaks five languages in this movie. <laughs> fluently. Yeah. It's in like his real whole... life, how many does he speak? I think... Well, he did live in Japan for, it's debated whether it's a couple years or a year. Yeah. So I'm sure he speaks some Japanese. He was married to, he married, he went to Japan. (laughs) It's like you don't want to tell this story. I get so mad thinking about it. He went to Japan to train in Aikido, comes back to America, meets a Japanese woman who's actually her father Owns a dojo in Japan, moves with her to Japan, gets married, has children, then moves back to the states, starts dating Kelly LeBrock. Finally, I think the most famous thing she was in was what uh, Weird Science. Yeah, yeah. This this poor Japanese woman, straight up grants him a divorce and has to pay him alimony. That's so messed up. He never pays a dime. She wow. describes him as as a husband and father. Is like he he would just leave for weeks and weeks. My children don't know him as a father, <laughs> and she had to pay him. She wow. had the kids. That makes sense. That's insane. He marries Kelly LeBrock. There's a report of him orchestrating her car getting stolen so he can claim the insurance money. <laughs> and like there's there's video of him being like, and I'm gonna find who did it. <laughs> no, you're not because you did it. He's still, he's the worst. He's he had one marriage. That was illegal because he got married while he was married. <laughs> oh, my. And I haven't started talking about the Russian sex slaves yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> wish I was kidding. <laughs> He's described himself as the king of improv. He's also gone really? down in history as recorded the worst SNL host <laughs> ever. N- permanently banned. Oh, yeah. Didn't he attack somebody on the set? I don't have anything like that. Or maybe it was a... Argument fight type thing. I don't know. I don't remember. He just was. He didn't. I do remember something about that vaguely. He didn't want to do the Hans and Franz sketch <clears> because <throat> there was a joke where one of them said they might be able to beat him up, so he refused to do that sketch. <laughs> he brought his own ideas, and one of them was he's a therapist, and the woman comes in that's a rape victim, and the joke is he's trying to sleep with her. Oh God! And like the whole writers table wow. just went silent and was like, "Well, let's keep thinking." Like, <laughs> yeah. He sucks. What the hell? All his jokes were like, wouldn't it be funny if I have sex with this girl or stuff like that? Does he not know what rig- victim means? He has 10 sexual assault allegations that have gone to court. Um, and that just means God knows how many that haven't. Like big name celebrity actresses he's really? attacked. Wow. I feel like we should just stop now. Yeah, it just gets worse. It just gets worse what he's done. Like, that stuff isn't funny. You can't make it funny. It's just he's a bad dude. He's done the casting call thing. He made yeah. Jenny McCarthy break out in tears as she was leaving because he was trying to... He was interviewing her for Under Siege 2. And when she went to go for the audition... Well, that wasn't that long ago. That was at, like, 2016, something like that? No. No? no. Oh, no, not Under Siege 2. I'm sorry. They, they were going to make a sequel of this movie. Oh. It was 2016, they were talking about it. But she goes to read for it, and it's just him there, on a couch, in a kimono. And as she's, she always shows up frumpy, because she wants to actually work and see them, have them look at her face, because you know, it's Jenny McCarthy. Right. 
He's like, I can't tell what you're going to look like nude in that. You'll have to remove your dress. And she's like, there's no nudity in this part. I am reading for it because there's no nudity. And his words were, there's off-screen nudity. And Wow. Yeah. When she refused, he chased her out of the building and threatened her, you better not tell anybody about this. Oh, God. (laughs) And that's just one of of, of a ton of things that were said. Bad. Bad guy. Um but I like Nico. But in the movies, everybody loves him. Yeah, everybody loves him. Because <laughs> he had to get it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He has 58 films. Five of them are good. <laughs> He's been nominated for nine Razzies. Yeah. No no awards for anything. Is he, he hasn't won any Razzies? No. He may have won Razzies, but he's had no awards like for anything else. Yeah. He killed 115 chickens and a puppy in front of their family. That show, Steven Seagal, Lawman. Wait, what? <laughs> he he yeah, was working. Supposedly a cop. Yeah, he was working in Louisiana for a sheriff's department, and I guess the like the sheriff of that county is already not a great dude. Yeah. And there was a guy who was accused of of cockfighting, so they went to serve the warrant there, and they let Steven Seagal drive a tank. Oh God. Oh, no. <laughs> and he does. He drives the tank through the front of the house. <laughs> the. They end up... That's not how you serve a warrant. Nope, not for cockfighting. <laughs> With SWAT and everything. They end up euthanizing 115 chickens. Because they went there to save you know, the chickens. So they yeah. euthanized all of them. They Run them over with the tank? <laughs> they ended up shooting the family puppy in front of the family. Wow. So the guy never served time. He actually got a big old paycheck for suing the county. Yeah, I imagine Justly so. Justly deserved. And yet he was still going to be on this show in that county. It took them finding out he had actual Russian sex slaves in his house before they made him leave. And then he just went to New Mexico and started doing it again in a different county. Wow. Great. He's a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's great. Makes up for all the other stuff. No, he's a guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> That's another bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. There's so many things. I th- this whole episode could be things he's done wrong. Yeah, I, I I'm have, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even get into all this. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know about him being extorted by the mob. Yeah, I heard like different versions of those stories. I don't know. The Gam- I don't know which one might might be true or not. Yeah, the Gambino family. This idiot. <clears throat> he introduces himself at a restaurant to the because he sees the. The head of the family there, he wants to go introduce himself. He's Steven Seagal, and he's yeah. a big deal. And I do, you know, Italian characters. He's not even Italian. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do Italian characters. They're going to love me. Well, they did love him. They ended up owning him and getting a percentage of... They were getting money off of movie sets. <laughs> Every time he did a movie, they would get money. Yeah. To the point where he decided to stop doing movies, and they weren't going to let that happen. <laughs> He'd gone to Tibet and found religion. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to do action movies anymore. And the mob's like, yeah, pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He ended up having to... This was while he was working as... He was he was teaching hand-to-hand combat for, for a police department. And I think he was starting to do the lawman show. When they, they had to bug the room when he was getting met with his old assist, or partner. Who was Nassau, was his last name. He was also part of that family. And they recorded him being threatened and extorted and all this stuff. And they took that to court, went state evidence, and that's how he (laughs) got out of that. Which I don't know if he ever did get out of that because he's still making terrible movies to this day. More people should have recorded his conversations. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that was just desserts and it wasn't supposed to be messed with. He assaulted John Leguizamo. Really? Yeah. On the set of, is it Exit Wounds? 
Someone had said something about if he didn't like you on a set and you were doing an action scene, he'd like at certain times he just wouldn't pull his punches. Oh, that's a big problem with him. He yeah. he would argue that he didn't have to. He would just do oh, it yeah. with stunt guys. He would just punch them. And they're like, you can't. Well, it looks real. If I do it for real. It doesn't need to look real. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't need to be real. Yeah. Well, Gene LaBelle choked him out and made him shit himself for it. <laughs> Great. He was talking all this smack in the, in the trailer. Gene LaBelle is a super famous stunt guy and, and martial artist. Right. And he was talking. He's 60 years old, Gene LaBelle, at the time. <laughs> and Seagal's 30. Mm-hmm. And he, he was talking all big and bad. And, and he tells LaBelle that there's no chokehold that, that can, you can put him oh, in. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing he about that. He can get that. out of yeah. any chokehold. And so LaBelle is the kind of guy that's like, all right. And he does. He, he gets behind him. I've heard two different versions of the story. But both are he got behind him. Put his arms slowly around Seagal's neck, and the moment he does, Seagal, as hard as he could, chops him in the balls. <gasps> the sixty-year-old man. Uh. So Labelle locks it in. Yeah, and he fell asleep and shit himself. Yes. <laughs> could happen to a better dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> that needs to happen to him once a week. So this has been the Seagal Sucks segment. I'm not going to go on. There's more. There's so much more. I don't want to get into super details about the sexual stuff because it's just a bummer. And these stories have been told so much online and in interviews, and nothing's been done. So why even repeat it? If anybody's really interested, you can look it up. And the agents... Info's out there. These actresses' agents know about it. They would send these actresses... I mean, there's reports. There's all stories. I mean, there's been a lot of that type of corruption in Hollywood for a long time. The lady will go... For the interview or for the read, yeah, and then call the agent and be like, "Well, I, I can't." He tried to do this, and then the agent's just like, "Oh, I thought he might have been your type." Oh God, <laughs> you piece of shit! Yeah. So they're sending him, and this is all just a thing everybody knows about, and yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood's really pretty much a cesspool. Yeah, <laughs> at least all the people that are running it. It's funny because I wrote all this bad stuff about Seagal, and <laughs> I literally had to write the words "deep breath." <laughs> before I could actually watch the movie and go back to researching the because right. you ugh, you gotta separate it though that has always been my thing I never wanted to know about the actress because I didn't want to ruin the movies <laughs> usually it's not this bad usually yeah. it doesn't ruin it this hard for you right you no, and, there's, and there's people out there celebrities out there now getting cancelled because they made a mistake on one line they said just one comment they made yeah and this guy gets to go out and make a thousand movies a year yeah never get in trouble it's amazing and the movies have you seen any of the newer stuff he's been doing they're not good they're They're, not even they're not watchable some of them he doesn't get up from a chair some of them he sits in a chair the whole movie and they just film a movie around him wow i don't feel like he's that prominent of a a person to do that with yeah somebody thought it was worth it yeah he's not marlon brando i mean (laughs) But we're not talking about Seagal right now. We're technically talking about Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually trying to be an actor. He's still a shit ass. He's still a bad dude even at this time. It's just... Yeah. Even the character in the movie is kind of a bad guy. It's that's why I guy. like these movies. That's what kills me about this. Is that something I liked? I liked that he was the hero that bullied the guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the matter? You don't have any information. Like, when he walks in that bar... Let's just fucking get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... It opens up on Vietnam, which is great. It looks great. Everything in Vietnam looks good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a whole lot, but it definitely sets a tone. Yeah, it's just kind of giving a little pre-story to to his background. Yeah. I think that's Nelson Fox, right, with him? Right. Mm -hmm. He's so weird in that first scene. 
Yeah. I got a weird vibe off of him in that scene. I kind of, uh, like, I kept looking at him, and I'm thinking back to Mr. Deeds, the crazy eyes guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, like, he kind of reminded me of him in that scene. But, He's like a cartoon but without, character without the cross scene. eyes. <laughs> he always describes him as a drunk. He's like, I met an dr- old drunk named Nelson Fox, and he opened my eyes to the CIA. But, like, does he ever appear drunk in the movie? I don't think so. He just seems, like, worried. Yeah. <laughs> That's just his standard face. <laughs> that's just how he looks. <laughs> Zagon comes in on the helicopter. These guys aren't even on the, the list of, of letters. <laughs> they come in to interrogate one of the prisoners. It's supposed to be for military intelligence, apparently. Mm-hmm. But it's Zagon. He's just Henry Silva playing Zagon, who's great in this. Yeah. He's a good villain. His face, dude. He looks like he was the first attempt at face-off. Like the doctors <laughs> really, that yeah. did it to Nick Cage and John Travolta, he was the first try. <laughs> did you notice that when, when, when Zagon comes on camera, there's a snake sound effect? And when Nico first comes on camera, there's a snake sound effect? Really? It's like they both are like rattlesnakes. It's like, oh, boy. I didn't notice. To Just wait till these two meet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though Seagal's way more capable than... yeah. Or, or Nico's way more capable than Zagon in any kind of altercation. I liked that stuff in the beginning when he's when he is interrogating him, and you see Nico getting annoyed in the background. All right, he's just supposed to be shutting up. He's just a soldier. What's this got to do with military intelligence? <laughs> I mean, he straight up is just like, "Why are you fucking with my opium?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah>. what? <laughs> and not for nothing, now you have a problem with it. The guy that was up there before died. Yeah, he's like, "Talk to me, sucker." Ah, pussy can't hold his liquor. He's dead. <laughs> and now when he goes to cut his toes, he's like, hey, quit. I did like that, though. I can make you disappear, holding the knife up to his face. <laughs> he's just sitting there quiet. That's some of the best Seagal stuff. Yeah. The when he's just giving a look. Menacing. Yeah. Which, after all the stuff we talked about before. It's... I'm trying to put that out of my head. It's probably just him. <laughs> yeah. It's just him. Yeah, it's just that he guy. <laughs> he said, I don't really believe in acting. I just believe in being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people around him acting like they liked him were the actors. Yeah. <laughs> he better not have done nothing bad to Pam Greer. <laughs> Go find that son bitch in New Mexico right now. Or oh, he's probably in Serbia. Didn't he live in Well, this Russia being now? his first movie, he probably wasn't the one in charge of hiring her. Pam would have whooped his ass. <laughs> yeah. Choked him out and make him shoot himself. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. He claims it never happened. Yeah, of course. Would you claim that it did? No. If it happened to you? <laughs> Why? What have you heard? Oh, God. So he, he kind of beats the hell out of everybody in there, knocks yeah. Aegon to the floor, and then he starts running away. <laughs> and this is going to be the first of like four times he storms off like a child in yeah. this movie. The way, just, just the fashion that he runs. Oh, man. He don't run good. That made me look stupid. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, he, wasn't the other guy telling him to wait on the plane? He was like, so he could come and kill me? Yeah, he was telling him, oh, he wanted to kill him now. He wanted to go kill Zagon. He ran and got a rifle, I think. And he was like, if I don't do him now, he's going to do me later. And he's yeah. like, get out of here, get out of here. And he, that's when he like quits. I guess you could just yeah. quit on a mission. It's like MIB rules. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what? You don't want to go back to the office, do some paperwork? Nope, I'm done. I was trying to think. I'm still stuck on his running. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was trying to think where I saw someone run like that before. And the only thing that I, I can think of is Forrest Gump. The way Forrest Gump runs. I think his but, form's better, though. But, but 
but Seagal's got this weird like his hands are with bobble. Like his me. hands are like bobbleheads. Yeah, his when hands running. stop doing that. <laughs> when he's walking, his hands are bad. Just when he walks, his yeah. hands like stay way t- down too far. Yeah, it's like he doesn't know what to do with his arms. Every time I see him run, I'm like, that's the most awkward looking thing. <laughs> I got really into Seagal movies when I was younger, and my buddy Scott and I, we lived on the same street. His his stepdad was a uh, a cop, a state trooper, and so we're. We were coming back for dinner or something. He called us for something. And so we're running and we're trying to race. And I had watched a lot of Seagal movies. <laughs> so I started running like Seagal. I would, I was like running on the flats of the back of my feet with my arms doing the same thing. Because I thought that's how action stars run. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, that guy man. roasted me. <laughs> yeah, probably. The hell are you running that? like that? What was that? That's how Seagal does it. <laughs> Don't run like Seagal. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, made me feel like a damn fool. <laughs> I should have watched Tom Cruise movies. Is what I should have done. <laughs> yep, no doubt. So we cut to 1988 Chicago. He's now a cop, of course. <laughs> cop with a bad attitude. I made Sylvia watch all the the trailers for the first five Seagal really? movies. Really? And like every time there's that movie guy voice and he's like, Nico is a cop with a bad attitude. And then it's like, Gino Fellino is a cop with a chip on his shoulder. It's like, yeah. it's like all his movies start out. Yep, same guy. His baby's getting baptized. Is that what we open up on? Yes. At the church? Right. Yeah. The chief and the other detective are running in, Lukage, and uh, I forget the chief's name. Yeah. He's the guy from Office Space though, right? My stapler. Isn't it that guy? I think so, yeah. If it's not, it looks like him. The office space came way after this, but yeah. <laughs> it was younger. I thought that was weird that the baby be getting baptized and he doesn't even come to church that often. What are you talking about? He's in church all the time. He's not. He, well, he was in church <coughs> following the CIA agents or the bad guys. He was in church doing that. And then the priest made him come on Sunday. He said he didn't... He hasn't been there in a while. Has he had confession? And he said, I'd feel better if you were there. Yeah. So that, that gives me the impression he's not at church very often. When's the last time you had a confession? I'm a married man. I have no sin. Dude, that's not how that works. Huh. <laughs> he comes back with that. You're a cop. Of course you have sins. Yeah, especially the way he polices things. <laughs> yeah, with the tank <laughs> through the... <laughs> well, even in this movie, I mean, you don't go up to somebody to interview them or ask them questions and to break their arm. You know, it that's not, that's not how cops though. do it. <laughs> that's how he's going to do it every movie that, from here crim- on out. That's how the criminal walks free. Yeah. <laughs> you violate the rights, you can't charge him. I love the, next, I love the next scene when they're actually like at the party, the backyard party after the... There's a lot that happens in that scene if you're paying attention. Yeah. Because we get... That's when we first see Pam Greer, or Dolores, show up, his partner. But did you notice everybody that was at the party? There's a what couple groups of guys talking. Okay. It's it's mafia and it's cops. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's cuz cuz you know Nico is the best at everything and also he's the super cop who is has family in the mob. <laughs> okay. They're looking over at each other the cops the detectives and looking over at the gangsters and they're like Look at those fucking grease balls. How's it going? Having a good time? Fucking dirty. (laughs) And then the mafia guys are like, yeah, great. Then we buy that monkey once and stuck up. (laughs) So a little bit too much pork here. Like they're just talking crap about each other, but from different sides of the backyard. 
Dolores comes in, and and the one mafia guy's like, she now she can bring me in any day. <laughs> the priest actually walks over to him and calms him down. You guys are supposed to have fun, but not too much fun. The priest is a weird character in this movie. He kept throwing me off. I'm like, is this guy against Nico? Because everything he does feels wrong. Yeah. He tells Nico to be there for the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Nico's trying to trail Salvano and Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi's the name of the mustachioed guy. <laughs> yeah, some of the names in this movie. I know. But they're trying to tail them, and then the priest stops them and, and distracts them so they can't keep following them. But so they, he, Nico goes into the, the house, and there's that one woman crying, the older lady, about... Her daughter. Yeah, I guess Nico's cousin or niece. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. He's like, is that is it that boy again? <clears throat> yes, Nico. See, Nico. Nicola. <laughs> Nicola is what they, she calls him. So you mentioned he plays an Italian guy, but what what actually is he? Because I don't remember seeing that anywhere. The only truth I found was actually his mom saying what he was. Oh, yeah. I believe it was Irish and Jewish. Okay. I was just curious. I mean, not that it really mattered. I thought there may have been some Native American in there, the way his face looks. You think, yeah. He's got that high cheekbones. Yeah. Stern brow. My hair wouldn't have been going. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> have, have the really hair, does awesome he? awesome hair. Yeah, yeah. Very strong, strong hairlines, for sure. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of hair. <sighs> so oh, they, they take off, because they just go right back to work after his kid's baptism. <laughs> And he says, oh, I got to stop and go take a piss or take a leak. But he starts fussing with his gun. So, it's, you know, this is something else. Mm-hmm. He goes in that bar slash hotel. <laughs> yeah. A weird place to begin with. So good. <laughs> this is where the movie starts. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that bartender. How perfectly 80s is that guy? Yeah. Big collar shirt and all. Yeah. He had a weird face and haircut. Just a weird look that guy had. Yeah. A great look. <laughs> He had like one of those white guy afros. Yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of weird. <laughs> Nico whips out a picture of his niece and he's like, have you seen this girl? The bartender's like, no, I'm not into that stuff anymore. You're not into that. What are you into? And the bartender starts giving him, like immediately starts giving him lip. But he, he's confusing him with the mob, it seems like. He's like, oh, I already paid your boys off last week. Go buy your mom a condominium. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, like the dialogue is great. See, I took that to think that he paid some of the cops off. Uh, well, yeah, because they hide. Well, they don't hide. They, they don't. They spend so much time making sure you fully understand the plot that they h- tend to not show other things. Yeah, like y- you have to just really watch and pay attention to figure out that those are mafia guys. Right. Which one was it that said maybe from the back of her head? Oh, that was uh the first like big strong dude at the bar. Yeah. It's important, though, that he said, I paid your guys off last week. Yeah. Because this bartender comes back like four more times in the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because he's credited as CIA bartender. He owns this bar slash hotel. He pays off the mob. And he's CIA. The CIA is being extorted by the mob. (laughs) Well, like, even in that that scene at the party, you were talking about, oh, did we pay by him once? You're talking about the cops. Yeah. So maybe the... They're, they are paying the cops off. But in this one, CIA is like the... Evil of the evil. Yeah, like you can't touch CIA. Yeah. They're the, the mysterious smoking man right now in this yeah, movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I didn't see anything about them paying off cops. Yeah. I don't know where you're Well, I thought at. just because he's a cop, I paid off your guys. When do you pay cops? Isn't that what the guy... The guy said that at the beginning. 
but you took it. Yeah, the at- mobster said I paid that monkey off talking about the cop. Right, I'm talking about in the bar when you said I paid your guys off. To yeah, the bartender to says it, but See, referring to the mob. Oh, that's what okay. I was going to say, that you saw as the mob and he saw as the p- cops. Yeah, yeah. When the bartender said it, I thought he was talking about paying off the cops because Nico's a cop. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's talking about the mafia stuff. Really? Well, it, I guess the cops and the mafia are both his boys. Yeah. Like <laughs> when, when, when the family gets rushed off and you see the guys with the sunglasses and, and they're the suits that yeah. are like taking the the wife and kid right that's not cia that's not police that's the mafia right yeah because at that point the cops are still looking for him yeah so he's using his other guys to hide his family it's a weird awkward position that is but he does it every time like in in out for justice yeah he he has to go the mob has to give him permission to kill the guy yeah <laughs> like he goes there. Like before, before i watched this i i Thinking back on these movies, I told you I, I was—they were all blending together in my it's head. The same thing, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was out for justice, <laughs> but that's yeah. He—that's he, his interrogation process. He hates the chemical interrogation stuff. That's out of line. But he does. Oh, you ain't seen? Have you, have you seen her? Maybe I've seen the back of her head, and just straight up busts the guy's nose, throws yep. him down on the ground, starts beating the hell out of everyone. Yeah, that's how you know police are supposed to do it. That's how he does it in every movie too. <laughs> the pool hall scene—that just starts. Anybody seen Richie? Yeah, <laughs> it's what he's doing. Yep, it's great. He bullies people. The bartender has that line. You'll never be the fucking man. You'll never be the man. He just grabs him up. He immediately gives it up. He's like, "Oh, she's in two C." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not the guy that gets beat up. He's the one that gives in. Yeah, I was mad that he's the one that kills Nelson. No, you Nelson Fox, the CIA guy. If you look at that last shootout, he's the one that kills him. Yeah. The bartender. Fox the Fixer, they called him. He was like a, a big deal in the CIA, and the bartender takes him out. So he goes up to 2C. He has some more great just beating the hell out of people for no reason. Like, arguably, they're both guilty of the same possession crimes. Yeah. yeah. His niece and that guy. Yeah. That guy gets his face punched in and thrown around the, the apartment, smashed through mirrors. Yep. And she just gets walked out to the car. Go clean her up. I don't want to take her to her mom this way. <laughs> Him, you put him under the jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do kind of make that comment, though. Is this your school stuff? Yeah, what are you going to do? Write another note for me? So she's probably underage. Yeah. So fuck that guy anyway. I mean, it wasn't his first rodeo trying to get him, her away from him. It was, what, half a dozen different t- kinds of drugs on that tray the other there? So many. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth was watering. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but he gives, it, he gives him the information because... Nico's a right. vice cop. He's a vice detective. And he's like, hey, I'll give you information. There's a big drop coming through. Yeah, this, this is, is what starts the whole yeah, main, this, main plot of the movie. Which the, the whole movie is just breadcrumbs that we don't right. need. One guy could be like, well, they're trying to kill the senator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have to just breadcrumb. This, this hint will take him to the outside of a building where he taps into a phone line. Yeah. With Jax to, to hear. And I didn't realize that's what he was doing. When, we, when me and Sylvia first watched it last week. I'm like, look how great this guy is. He's reading lips. He's not. He tapped into a phone line with some crazy... Yeah, I thought they had like one of those bionic ear devices they were just listening that way. Yeah, I'd missed him messing around. Later on, you hear it was a tap. Yeah, I missed him messing around in that that fuse box or whatever he was in. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I did have trouble trying to watch this movie straight through without getting distracted by anything else. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was so hard to follow. I mean, they... The plot is so involved with tiny little details that are unneeded. Right. There's that it just it there's certain points where I just kind of faded out and 
I started looking at my phone and stuff, you know. I mean, if, if every step you took to get to that, you know, to, to get to the fact that the, fact that the senator's going to be assassinated, if yeah. every time you, you followed a lead, it led to, like, an awesome fight scene or an awesome right, scene, yeah. then it's one thing. But this is, like, seven steps we don't need <laughs> yep. that lead to nothing. Which is so weird being that they plucked this guy as as a martial arts expert right decided to put him into a movie and then had like like you said like two, two fight, fight scenes, scenes. right <laughs> you think the whole movie would be about fighting considering his background but no yeah i mean watch van damme yeah. watch watch a van damme movie yeah god those two hate each other huh uh i don't know about van damme's side of it i know seagal's had some rough things to say about van damme yeah van damme wasn't necessarily a martial arts guy when he started out right he he is though he, I mean, he is, but he wasn't like, like running his own dojo and his whole kind. He doesn't of thing. run his like own dojo, but he has he has a record. Yeah, he does have an actual record. Wasn't he like? Didn't he start out as like a stunt guy or something? He has eighteen knockouts on record. Really? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, he was a stunt guy, and you know he did ballet. So people look at him like, oh, he's not really a fighter, right? But because he did ballet, yeah, that and all the stretching and and you know. Splits. But you need that. That makes it where you're more agile. It helps him. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's so more important. I think his record was like 18 and four, and all 18 were knockouts. I think football players, yeah. some of them, the coaches make them do ballet stretches and things like that. But he's very, yeah, they do. There's yeah. there's videos of Schwarzenegger doing ballet. Yeah. He, he's very like, I can't think of the damn word I'm trying to say. <laughs> but where he, he tries not to ruffle any feathers, he's very cordial about when he talks right, about yeah. Seagal until you see. The German interview. He oh, does really? an interview on German television where it's captioned, and he, he just straight up tells a story about him and uh, Seagal at Stallone's house. Oh, yeah. Stallone had a house party, and Seagal was there, and he, he says he's a very disrespectful man. He's a very disrespectful person. And something yeah. happened, and it led to him and Seagal doing some pushing, he describes it as. Really? And he, he said, well, let's take this outside. He didn't want to ruin it because it's Stallone's house, and... Right. Neither one of them have Stallone money. So they yeah. don't want to ruin all his nice things. Right. So he walks outside and waits for Seagal to walk out. Doesn't come out for two hours. Really? <laughs> wow. He says that people were asking Stallone if he was going to do something, and he's just like, well, you crazy? I ain't get in the middle of that. I want to see it. <laughs> I'm going to touch either one of those assholes. Uh, he's probably getting the camcorders ready. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, see, like, like you said... Uh, Van Damme's kind of like very cordial about his interviews and stuff, and he usually didn't say bad things about people. But I wonder if they amped him up before that interview. Maybe. Or if he thought, yeah. this is like 1990, I'm in Germany. Yeah. America's not going to know what I said in German. Oh, it's no. not like there's going to be the internet and YouTube that has captions <laughs> under what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the score in this one. Yeah. I think that fit very well. Like, especially when the it priest. Was, yeah, it was pretty good. When the priest dies in the in the hospital. And that guitar, that sad guitar is going. I'm like, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool touch. Yeah, I can't think of anything that didn't really fit. It was all pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not fantastic. It's just like yeah. that That touch there was cool. I like that they're using guitar in it. Yeah. A lot of times you don't get that. In- like solo acoustic kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I See, I have trouble believing he hasn't had like so many reports filed against him that he should have been suspended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing they say during the party that you'd miss if you weren't paying attention one of the detectives talks about, like, looks over at those other guys that are mafia, but we don't know. Right. He said they say something like, uh, "Nico has more family that have been under federal indictment than people he's arrested, or something like that." <laughs> like they, they, wow. they pretty much say he's in the mob. Yeah. A weird thing. 
have a whole family in the mafia and then just become a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird, awkward situation to be in to begin with. <laughs> when he goes to that bar and starts beating the hell out of everybody, I, I, I missed over a great scene. Yeah. When, when Pam's staying in the car, or when Dolores stays in the car, right? and that one dude walks up. They actually credit him as uh, Alex the Pimp. <laughs> great. <laughs> but he walks up, he's like, girl, you finer than, what, what do you say? You look like the sun setting over a waterfall in the sunshine or something stupid <laughs> like that. She's like, you got five seconds and three of them are up. <laughs> Whips out her badge. He's like, hey, all I'm saying is girl cops need love too. All right, <laughs> you have a good day. <laughs> I just love that little back and forth. Yeah. Like, it's it's way better than the way I did it. Like, the guy's good. He's smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done that whole scene different. I would have had her come in at the end of him fighting people. Like... Like somebody was coming up behind him that he didn't see. Right. You know, and she took that guy out just to save him. Yeah. No, you sit in the car, Bob. I'll roll the windows down. Yeah, yeah. But you sit in the car. Don't touch my radio. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. I hate that they did that with her. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw her. I'm like, oh, yeah, so this is a kung fu movie. There's going to be... Yeah. She's going to be throwing kicks. and No. Nope. Yeah, she didn't have any action in any scenes, did she? No, she shoots one guy. And yeah, it yeah. doesn't. it's not even a kill shot. Like, they literally have to show Nico shoot him again and drop him. Yeah. So yeah, she shoot. shot him, what, she winged him, and then he, Nico shot him in the head? Oh, I guess she does kill the guy <laughs> in the back of the truck, too. Did she? Oh, yeah, all right. When she yells at him, he's, this is at the meatpacking plant. <laughs> but she was in no, like, physical, other than shooting, no physical altercation yeah. with anybody, and yeah. she has a background in it. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably better at it. Yeah. <laughs> but they find out it's an engine block coming through customs Tuesday at 10 a.m. So they set up the... That's through the wiretapping and then following him to the restaurant. Right. They, they go to that weird, like, nice restaurant, and Nico starts dancing with Jax. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, they yeah. they look fine dancing. They're definitely trying to make him the, the cut-and-paste action hero of the time. you got to right. have a dance scene. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. They definitely don't show the feet, and they cut past that quick. I'm not sure how Seagal <laughs> did on that dance floor. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing like the way he runs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey man I thought it was the right way to run <laughs> so they set up the the sting at the meatpacking plant and they don't look like cops at all yeah <laughs> they're wearing yeah, those yeah, white really. coats with, with the earpieces yeah staying around looking at stuff just like we're blending in 1980s earpieces that are yeah. like like the size of a flip phone on the side of your head yeah it looks ridiculous <laughs> Nico spots some feds out there at the same time, he calls back up to the captain. He's like, this isn't a sting. It's a fucking convention. It's swarming out here. <laughs> Chief's just like, oh, they just want brownie points. They caught win. You just worry about this bust. Of course, they're the ones that ruin it. Mm-hmm. They're walking up after they pull up. They're walking up to arrest or, you know, bust them. And then that car, that car comes flying in. The feds come flying in. Right. Starts a shootout. <clears throat> the shootout looks great. I love yeah, the shootout. That's pretty good. I mean, you never really see anybody. It, it's a shootout. It's a movie shootout. You see people yeah. shooting at the at the other side of the screen. Right. But it, it fits. Like the stuff they're standing next to, they get different angles of them. You never get like a lot of these 80s movies. You'll watch a shootout and like you'll see a guy get shot four times in the yeah. same shootout. It'll just be like some random stunt man gets shot three times and falls. And then they show that again after a couple more scenes. And like, they kind of <laughs> reuse stuff. Yeah. They don't do that yeah. with this one. This one looks great. Yeah, I remember seeing some scenes where, like, this guy would go flying over over the back of a couch or something, 
And then like a couple minutes later, it's a different angle. Same guy going over, going the, back over the couch. couch yeah. yeah. Same. Was, you can tell it's the same thing. I try and make it not so obvious, but you can tell sometimes. <laughs> Nico gives chase to, well, two of them get in a car and take off. And Nico right. tries to cut him off in an alleyway. Oh, right, yeah. And then 25 minutes into this movie... Immediately got hit by a car. Nico gets hit by a car and dies. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. That's what would have happened. <laughs> yeah. He don't take it good. The reality like of he, it, yeah. The car's yeah. doing about 40 miles an hour. <laughs> it didn't look like he jumped and got into the windshield. It looked like he got clipped in the ankles by a speeding <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah, his knees were bent backwards. It's done. <laughs> but no. <laughs> now he's now he's suction cup to the roof of the car. Yeah. And this is Seagal <laughs> on a roof of a car. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, who knows how fast they were really going, though. Right. I'm just saying it was weird seeing that. Like, there's no way to, to fake what we saw on screen. It was him. Right. I'm not saying that the hand under that... That's all different shots Yeah, I'm and stuff. pretty certain that there was something wrapped around his waist and he was bolted to the roof of the car. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think he's Tom Cruise in it, just hanging off the side of it? No. He wasn't <laughs> even holding on. No. They're going around corners at 30 miles an hour, and he's just like got one hand in the window and the other one in the air waving. Yeah. What about when he dodges the gunshot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He instinctively knew through, to, through a panel that he couldn't see yeah. that there was a bullet about to be fired at <laughs> So he, he's on the roof of the car. He busts the window open on the passenger side, grabs Salvano yeah. by the neck. That's not a very easy thing to do. No. Punch your fist through a door window of a car this whole scene's done for comedy and it doesn't make sense yeah like the driver chi chi i guess the, is the, way, the way just the way the guy was responding to being choked <laughs> <laughs> Not the fucking car. Yeah. He, as he's talking he's getting shook with every word like Not the, fucking car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the driver's like i don't know what to do this guy's driving for like it has to be a three-minute scene of him yeah, driving. It seems like like they went about three or four miles. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to do. I don't know. Just keep driving at a, a reasonable speed yeah. across the city, not doing anything. No, one thing to do would be slam the brakes as hard as you could. Yes, slam the brakes. <laughs> Obviously, and Seagal turns into a roly-poly on the road. Yeah, which wouldn't hurt him because he's already been hit by a speeding car. Yeah, yeah. It would just piss him off. It's probably for the best. They they surrendered. There's a lot of surrendering in this movie. <laughs> there is. Like, more than there should be in an 80s action movie. They arrest him, and then, like, almost immediately, turns out Silvano has friends in high places. We get that scene of the FBI agents and Silvano and Chi-Chi in the office. Silvano's all complaining. You gotta put that guy in jail. Yeah. Rip my throat in half. And they, they get a phone call. Neely just hangs up the phone. He's like, you guys are free to go. Yeah. I thought that was the weirdest part ever. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Because apparently he's he's in on Zagon's plan to kill the senator, and they want to do that because he wants to stop the CIA having control of things. Yeah, the CIA. So, so the CIA is funding the war with drug money and is funding drug cartels. Right, like they're working with cartels. They make that comment, or uh, Nico does about not once in the American history has a CIA agent. Been it tried, let alone accused of a crime. Right. I bet you that's true. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you, maybe up until 88, that's probably a true thing. <laughs> Speaking of CIA and FBI, Sylvia and I watched, I had never seen it before. We just sat down there a night to watch it because we had the DVD forever, uh, Burn After Reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen that one. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would I recommend like that it. that one. Huh. It was funny. 
It's got, I mean, it's chock full of names. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It's got really? Malkovich, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. There's so many. A ton, yeah. I know of the movie. I mean, I've heard of it, but I, I can't recall I ever saw it. It's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> I think my comment was, why couldn't we have done this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. <laughs> but anyway, so they're released. We're back at the, the precinct. They're having their morning meeting, and the FBI agents are there with the chief trying to explain that Salvano is part of an ongoing investigation. And he is not to be followed or, or arrested. And just yeah. we respect your courage and work, but stand down when it comes to him. And then this is going to be the second of four childish storming out the rooms that right, Nico does. Yeah. He kicks the chair at that one agent. Yeah, storms out. <laughs> Shove this up your ass. <laughs> it's just like one or two too many storm outs for me to not look at him like right. he's having a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. temper tantrum. The next one's the worst. Oh, but that was one great scene. I love that line read. When they open the engine block up and they're looking for the drugs and they instead they find the C4. Yeah. Kind of high is this? Sky high. <laughs> Military explosives. C4, my man. <laughs> yeah. I love when, when he does get off the car and they're arresting him and Pan, or Dolores is freaking out. Yeah. It's probably my favorite scene of her in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's just screaming at everybody. Nico, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. The gun guy starts talking. Shut the fuck up. She's yeah. just all pissed off at everybody. Yep. That was great. I liked when she told him that she was gonna, didn't have enough money to bail him out. So that yeah, was I feel like I, you, could, you could tell this isn't the first time she she he got her like panicky. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I weird. I feel like she's more of the wife in this relationship. Yes. Than yes. Sarah yes. yes. She's his work wife. <laughs> She's the one that's dealing with all the crap. Yeah. And then his mother at the table. You have to do it for family. What are you saying? You are part of the mob. This is an everyday experience for you, lady. Just as a different type of guns getting drawn on your yeah. son or your daughter. Which is fine. The mafia is fine. Nico's only after criminals. Yeah. It was just the whole thing. It's that it felt still so, doesn't add up. <laughs> it just felt felt so out of place that dinner scene. Yeah, I didn't like it. I think that was my least favorite scene of the whole movie. How do you go into a career as a cop when your whole family is in the mafia and and just let them go? You literally can't. <laughs> You're immediately a crooked cop. <laughs> they like, have, instantly. <laughs> yeah, they have restrictions. They, they will find out if you have any connections right. with any organized crime. You will not become a cop. Uh, it bugs me so much. <laughs> Did you guys catch the baby on board plaque on the back of his squad car? No, really? It's weird. It's like in one shot. <laughs> I guess that was the first baby on board one ever. Yeah, it's the, the yellow tri- like diamond baby on board sticker, or like they, they put right, it on yeah. instruction cups. It's on the back of his squad car. I did not know. Why on earth? I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of those states where they can use their personal cars as cop cars? Maybe they're driving in a personal vehicle. I don't know if it's before or after he gets... Taken off the force. I know the car he was sitting in when, when the guys got out and started shooting at his car, that was a like some Oldsmobile Cutlass or some something from the eighties. Yeah. So I don't that's not like a pol- official police vehicle. What about that scene though? He yeah. stops at a stop sign, the kids are crossing the street with the crosswalk guard. Yeah. And of course every kid. Yeah. Hi Nico. Yep. <laughs> they yeah. all know him. He knows all the kids too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's kind of creepy. And then there's like a four-man <laughs> mafia-style hitman squad walks up yeah, with machine with guns. automatic weapons. All four of them unload automatic weapons into this car. But surprise, 
Nico's not in the car anymore. Yeah. He's four cars down. How the <laughs> fuck did that happen? Yeah. Well, it showed him jumping out of the car. Did it? Yeah. He'd crawling across the seats. They were already shooting, okay. and he crawled across the seat and got out the passenger side. But I must have blinked because I didn't see him I'm get sorry, out of the car. I'm sorry, but AK-47s, no. car, cars are not bulletproof to those things. <laughs> For him to walk around with a pistol, a revolver, and be yeah. like, all right, everybody freeze. And, and they do? All of the ones that had automatic weapons all had to reload at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how we got the jump on them. <laughs> they all just don't shoot them. Yeah. Oh, you put your guns down or I killed this guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Better do what he says. Yeah. Don't let him kill Snake. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Then you got the one guy. He's putting his gun down saying to himself, I don't think he can take all of us. Oh, you mean the straight up murder? Bam. Shot in the heart. Yeah. The murder in the streets <laughs> yeah. in front of everybody above the law. Yeah. The guy had no gun. He was not attacking him. He's like, well, I don't think you can take all of us. Bam. Yep. It's a great line. <laughs> the bitch, I'll get an A for effort. It's great. That kind of bugged me because then a couple minutes later, he walked him into this guy's business for some reason. Oh, I hate that guy's business. I don't understand why. I don't understand any of it. I mean, make him, make him lay down on the street, whatever. Why, yeah. why, why walk him into somebody's personal store? That was the only part I liked. It was really? only because of the store guy. Not my store. Not my store. And he's just the whole yeah. time through the whole thing. No, not the window. Not the- I mean, yeah, I see. The, I, I can see the guy realistically acting like that. But. For my comedy, that was the only thing I liked about the whole movie. Okay. The reason for going into the store was beyond me. It was so me. stupid. <laughs> so stupid why he went in. They, so just, he, they just needed something to destroy in a fight. Here's the thing. Two <laughs> things. One, there was no cell phones. Nico had to make a phone call to report it. Yeah. He needed to go into the store to use the phone. So the hundred people that were walking up and down the street couldn't. He couldn't just go dial 911 somewhere. I'm just saying, I think that's why he went in the store. <laughs> the second thing is, that guy who owns that store <clears throat> is not a very good actor. There, <laughs> yeah. When he first starts beating the hell and breaking shit, he doesn't say a word. The camera cuts to him like he was supposed to start ta- saying stuff, and he doesn't. And he, he was just, there. yeah, frozen. And just not moving, not saying nothing. Nope. I felt like that was more realistic. No expression. <laughs> and, and see... That man is not foreign. That is a white guy. That is absolutely a white man. Yeah. That's the only two, only two th- th- things. And C. <laughs> Those two things and C, and that's all I had to say about that. So the other guy in the store, the, the guys that he lined up in the store, just watched this other guy get shot in the street. Yep. And decides he's going to turn around and try and beat him up. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, what did he say? Like he just put a bullet in my buddy's chest. Let me take a swing yeah. at him. Because like, <laughs> get down or stay down. And he's like, you want to go down or you want to... What is it? All right. Damn it. All the best lines I'm forgetting. <laughs> I, I probably could have said it verbatim an hour ago. Yeah. But the, the one guy, yeah. He he like he's like, oh, you want to get down? And then he throws a, uh, like a sidekick at him. And it knocks the gun out of his hands. Like, the dude legit yeah. gets the jump on Nico, which I'm surprised even gets to happen in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, Nico beats the hell out of everybody. Yeah, because it has to turn into a hands-to-hand thing. Yeah. <laughs> later, like in later movies, it's even more ridiculous than that. Yeah. Like they'll they'll be having knives and guns and broken bottles, and he'll have a gun, and he'll be like, "Oh, I know what you're thinking. He has a gun, and he'll put it down." Yeah. And then they still won't come at him. He was like, "Oh, I'm too tall," and he'll get down on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of pushing it. He is tall. He's I guess he's six four. Yeah. Right about my height. I think I got, yeah. a, I think I got an inch on him. <laughs> you can you, you can tell when he's standing around people. He's towering. Yeah. Which makes the martial arts even less impressive. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. you're just huge, dude. You could just punch the guy. Yeah. I don't know. All the martial arts. I mean, yeah, movie scenes are different than real life, but 
all the movie scenes I see him doing martial arts in, they, they kind of like look fantastic and look kind of wild on screen. But if you really dig into it, really nitpicking the fight scenes, I'm sorry, but grabbing one guy's hand does not send three guys flying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even looking at it, like some of the coolest moves you'll watch our, our action heroes do, the person he's doing it to isn't moving. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just standing there with his hands down for some reason. Yeah. They decide, F that, we're going to tail Silvano anyway. They tail him to that church. They meet up with the priest. I, I don't know why Silvano and Chichi went to that church. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. I get there's going to be a bomb there later, right. but what did they do there that seemed to... What were they scoping out? I don't know. Maybe, the they're, maybe they're trying to decide where they're going to put it. Or trying to find that priest. Maybe, yeah. I'm sure it's just trying to find the priest yeah. because that's the only reason they blew it up was trying to kill him. See, this is a good movie. It's not. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> the priest shows up. Wait, I have to show you something, Nico. Uh, I'm not. I'm a little busy right now, Father. Please, just be a minute. He takes him down to the basement. Here's a weird part. <laughs> Does everybody know what I'm about to bring up? When they're walking down the stairs? Maybe the not. The locks on the outside of the doors? They're walking down the stairs. The father's in the front. It's the father, then Jax, and Nico. As they're going down the stairs, Nico's like, I haven't been down here since I was a kid. And the priest stops and like looks at him all nervous. <laughs> and they keep going down the stairs. And it's just a throwaway line. Did he get molested in that church? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing to put in there and just have yeah. nothing come of it. Possibility. Yeah, why would Could you be, be why the, he doesn't go to church. As a kid, why would you be in the basement of the church? I don't know. It looks like a dungeon. <laughs> and why are there locks all over all the doors? We never do see what was in that room. Some kind of inside joke they were throwing in the movie. I don't know. Like he shows the lock is broken on the door. And he's like, what are they trying to steal? Bingo receipts? And he's like, no, let me show you something. And he goes to a different room and shows them all the, you know, the refugees. Yeah. But what was in that first room? <laughs> we never see. I need to see what's in that room. Unless maybe I don't want to know what's in that room. Yeah, probably not. I ain't been in that room since I was a kid. That's where they kept the Russian hookers. Oh, dude. They weren't hookers. They were sex slaves. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I was watching... Oh, man. You just made me remember something. <laughs> Talking about the father and everything. There's there's a couple of videos on YouTube you can look up, and it's like some feel-good pieces about Seagal. Oh, and yeah. even in videos where it's designed <clears throat> to show you how good of a dude this guy is, he does things <laughs> that are inexcusable. Wow. He's at a church. Talking about this young, uh, I think it's a Cambodian refu- refugee kid that's there. This is just this is real life. This is not in the movie anymore. Right. <laughs> I know it sounded like I just described the movie scene. This is why I thought of it. Right. But th- he's there with a priest, and he's talking, and he's like, we're here trying to rescue kids. And this, this little girl right here, she's eight years old. My brother and I bought her for $10,000 to get her away from her war-torn country from parents that were probably drug addicts. And when he says the words, my brother and I bought her for $10,000, the father, the priest, like looks at him all wide-eyed. <laughs> and they just go on to a different clip of him teaching some kids martial arts in a civic center. Yeah. Dude, even in the videos about how good of a dude you are, you said you buy kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's a bad guy. It's the only way they can get the kid out of there, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's such a good fighter. He should have just been able to fight these guys and take the kid. <laughs> what about when he rips off that white coat during the sting? And he's wearing a leather jacket under it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit much. Oh, he needs to keep it on, though. I hated him in a tank top. <laughs> that sucks to look at. Yep. That guy has no muscle structure. <laughs> no. 
I mean, he was slender and all, but not. Yeah, he didn't. You could tell he didn't really work out. Yeah, he had no tone to his arms. They were just small arms. <laughs> I'm looking for stuff like that. If you're going to be an action hero in a movie, you better have some resting yeah, triceps. At least, at least tone yourself up. Yeah, I want to see traps. <laughs> I want to see distinct buys and distinct tries. <laughs> he doesn't know the word try. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're doing so good. So good. And then you have to say all that. I tried. Um, yeah, there was so many little details going on with this story. I kept getting lost. I know. <laughs> and everything is to lead us to another breadcrumb, to another breadcrumb, to another breadcrumb, to the fact that all the way from the beginning, they already told us what the hell was going on. Yeah. Yeah, they could have left it a surprise. I mean, <laughs> it would have been a little more interesting, I think, if you didn't know in advance what they were going to find. Yeah. Some of the stuff, like, he'll just be leaving a place and people are yelling. Like, yeah. like you leave some garage and everybody's like, fuck you, you suck. <laughs> he just leaves. I'm like, what? It, I, I like have to stop and rewind. What it, What just happened? No. Nothing happened. No. But it's, it's, it's them thinking they're telling a story. Yeah. I don't know where we're at, but the, we get that phone call in the middle of the night. Yeah. I, I read a, a review about this movie from, from Roger Ebert. Yeah. He said that, some, uh, what do you say, 50% of the plot was unnecessary? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It sounds I think about, about right, right? Yeah. 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 You could have cut about 50%. I read of that, that and I was like, yep, he's spot on. <laughs> well, because half the breadcrumbs leaves him, leads him to the church that right. his mom goes to anyway. Yeah, he could have just happened to be there. The church he was at getting a baptism. Right. The, this could have happened during the baptism. The church, the church he was in the basement of as a child. Yeah, he could have seen <laughs> the refugees in the basement, seen the broken lock. Yeah. This all could have happened in the first scene. We didn't need all these lead-up scenes yep. to bring us back to the same set piece we were at in the beginning <clears throat> of the movie. Right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much. He gets that phone call in the middle of the night when they're in bed. Like the the one of like three times we see Sharon Stone, his yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> I hated her as his wife. I so loved her in Total Recall as Quinn's wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She'll go on to make some amazing Yeah, she things. actually had lines in that movie. This is before she had like a <laughs> big she career. wasn't a wimpy <laughs> female. I hate wimpy The only lines she has in this movie were her bitching at the cops for searching her house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting to that because he gets a phone call and he answers it. Jax, this better be good. And it's, it's, it's Nelson. Right. He's like, no, Nico, it's bad. He's like, Nelson? Hey, you know better than to use names over the landline. You just called him Nico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tells him to get his family out of there. And he, right. he, on his end, he's trying to like act like it's not all that. He's like, yeah, I've been meaning to go somewhere nice with the family. Yeah. Hangs up the phone, and Sharon Stone is just like, why is the CAA calling you at 3 in the morning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she didn't buy that shit at all. Then, of course, he gets raided. They come in with a search warrant to go search all his stuff. Right. Start trying to take his coat. I uh, search that coat. You come look at my fucking coat. I love yeah. that. When he's like, and he's like, he, that was the cop that was on his side. Yeah. He was telling me it's going to be fine. Don't don't worry about it. This is, we just got to do it as procedure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do bring him in though. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'll be back in three hours. He probably is back in three hours. Yeah. They bring him in. That's when they hit him with the illegal phone tapping, wiring and all that stuff. They take his badge. Right. And he's like, are you going to hold me? And they're like, no, you're free to go. And he slams his badge down, storms out like a child. But don't go far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the church explosion, though? Yeah. I mean, I get, 
I'm sitting here with a couple of non-fans of this movie. <laughs> but that church explosion was filmed brutal. That looked yeah. bad. I was amazed with how they filmed. I mean, it's not... A lot of movies, you'll, you'll see like them sit in the car and the car explodes. Yeah. Right. Or, or everybody goes in the church and you see the church explode. This is... They filmed it in a way where you feel like you're in an explosion <laughs> in a church. Yeah. People falling, screaming, trampling each other. Yeah. Horrible. You see the one lady's leg? I know. Man. <laughs> see, that's the other reason I don't think he goes to church is because she says, why were we at church, Nico? Why were we there? Why were we at that church? The one where you were molested as a kid so much. <laughs> In the basement. Yeah. In the basement. <laughs> but I do not believe he goes to church at all. God. But he does when he walks in there. He does the whole put his hand in the holy water, make the cross thing. Like they show he's he's religious, right? <laughs> but I I agree. I don't think he's been going to church. I think he's in a mafia Christian family, so he better get his kid baptized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he he decides to get his family somewhere safe. So he calls the Don. I think of this crime family he's related to, because <laughs> you see the guy's house. Yeah, yeah. it's a. Really he's got to be the boss. Yeah, he's that's a hell of a house for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they show up, take the kids. He's like, I'll be I'll be five minutes behind you, which is a lie. <laughs> that house could house a small village. It was huge. <laughs> I think this is where he ends up well, probably probably not. I I'm actually have no confidence in how well we've gone through the plot of this movie, but yeah. at some point it doesn't it's, have those plots. There's that so many tiny little details about this. It. It's it's too hard. I feel like I'm trying to punch it up by skipping the shit that don't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he gets to Neely in some parking garage, Agent Neely. Right. And he's like, how yeah. old was that girl upstairs? You know, that's illegal. She was 16 years old. What were you doing with her? And like goes into this whole thing about how he caught it. Like, was there anything leading up to that? I don't know. It's no. just it's just shit he's been accused of. I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember the part where they where anybody might have said something about them meeting up. Did, did one of them call the other and say, "Hey, meet me here?" Where's that? When they met in the parking garage. Are you talking about the end with Nelson? Nelson, that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. You I'm... said Neely. Okay, that that, well, that, yeah. that makes me up. Again. Similar sounding name, yeah. Not only are everybody <laughs> white guys with brown hair, <laughs> so if you're not paying attention, they kind of blend together, but their names are like Agent Nelson, Agent Neely. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you make it so hard for us to follow. Yep. Yeah, the only thing I really liked about this movie, honestly, is the fight scenes. I like the fight scenes, but at the same time, I hated the fight scenes. I promise you, <laughs> from the bottom of my soul, I meant to pick out for justice. Yeah. The movie I meant to pick was going to be all fight scenes. Yeah, I, I text you above the law, and a couple days went by, and I sat down to watch it, and I realized it wasn't the one I thought it was, and I'm like, well, I'm not. Yeah. At that time, me and her finished it. I was going to suggest... Because we usually allow two two weeks in between. Yeah. And we were barely, barely a week in. Yeah. And I was uh, I was going to suggest you could go ahead and change it. But that's why I specifically asked you, did Sylvia watch it yet? Yep. Exactly <laughs> the reason we didn't change it. And I thought to myself, well, you can't make her watch a second one. <laughs> I'm not going to make her watch two Seagal movies in yep. one week. <laughs> I just watched Under Siege like three weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. By myself. She wouldn't watch it with me. <laughs> I'm not watching any of his movies unless it's for this. Not See, now, I have, now my next four picks are pretty much in stone. Oh, my God. They need, they need to be better. <laughs> Which they are. They do get better. Yes, this, all, all, well, not all of them. The next four are probably better. Yeah. This movie, <laughs> I think it was $7 million they had for a budget, and it grossed like 
40 something. Yeah. So Warner Brothers realized we got to make more of these, but they, they yeah. figure out what worked in this one yeah. and what didn't. And then so the next one we watch, it's all the shit that worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm sure they watched the test audiences and, and everybody's standing on their feet when they're fighting. Yeah. They were like, hey, <laughs> people don't seem to like his hair. We need more of that. <laughs> Even with the ponytail, his hair doesn't look different. No. <laughs> That's all there is is just a ponytail. Yeah, the top and sides still looks the same. Although the, the, the front <laughs> top looks different, really. Oh, compared yeah. Compared from this movie to you the mean next like one? more filled in. Yeah, <laughs> he's balding in this movie and yeah. never again. Yep. This is nothing that makes me mad. <clears throat> another just set piece we didn't need. Another breadcrumb we didn't need. Right. He goes to some like electronics convention. Yeah, and meets with uh, like I don't even know who she is. Just an uh, an Asian lady who who like hacks into the CIA for him, and that's where he gets the information. There's five CIA you know trained assassins in Chicago right now. Why has it got to be an Asian woman? Why is it? Why can't it be something Jax just, did? Yeah. Why can't Pam Greer do that? Yeah, she she was about useless in this whole movie. You just introduced a whole new lady. We're only going to see for one minute. Yeah. When you had a partner that has to sit in the car. Because she's not technically <clears throat> advanced to do that. Well, that's, they could have made that part of her skill set for the movie. They could Absolutely have. Absolutely should have. <laughs> but they don't like to make things She can't do a whole lot, her. obviously. She's always sitting in the damn car. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably one of the better act- actors in the whole damn movie. He, he forces Neely at gunpoint to go check the evidence to see what the, what's going on with the C4 Turns out it, it was taken out immediately after it was brought in. They didn't even get to tag it. Really? And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then so they... That was when he kidnapped the CIA guy. Yeah, well, the FBI guy. FBI. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> that's that's the distinction because Neely isn't a bad guy. He's just doing his job. Yeah, there's so many different factions. Yeah. You got the police. You got the detectives. You got the CIA. You got the mob. You got the FBI. FBI. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, Salvano and his crew. And there's three priests. And, and half the time, you can't tell who's working for who. No. They don't say it. <laughs> no. You have to just kind of put it together. Yeah. It's like they're trying to make some kind of Tom Clancy movie, and it's not what <laughs> yeah. this is. Yeah, no. So he, he takes Neely out to the lake, makes him strip, jump in the lake. Yeah. Why is he jumping that lake? I don't know. So he won't he was follow already, him? Nico was already driving away. Yeah. And, and, and that line. He's like... At first, it's all fine. It's working. He's like, all right, now you, now I'm going to do it to you what you made me feel like. You go run in there and jump in that lake. And he starts going. He's like, and you better do it quick or I'm going to put a bullet in your butt. I'm going to put all these bullets all in your All these ass. bullets yeah. in your butt. He says butt. Yeah. That's not intimidating. No. Once he said butt, I turn around like, dude, what? You really just edit yourself like you're talking to a child. Yeah. <laughs> but even the FBI guy was kind of... He was starting to see what's going on now. He's like, "Oh, I, uh, maybe I was a little too harsh on you." Yeah, and I don't think he wasn't. He wasn't necessarily saying that because he had him there at gunpoint. He was, no, he was saying that because he's really starting to see what's happening. He's seeing that there's something wrong. Right. He's even the one at the end that he still makes him jump in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> he could be on your side, but no. Yeah, just make sure everybody's your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> what about when he's he is in that black tank top looking for information, yeah. and that car rolls up on him? I'm trying to remember which scene. He's, I don't remember. He's which like scene in he's an like alley. 
He's asked a few people about stuff, and he's in an alleyway, and a car, like a convertible, pulls up. Oh, you mean just some random alley? He's asking random people things. Yeah, you know, you know, police work. (laughs) That's how you do police work. (laughs) You find an alley with dumpsters. Yeah. (laughs) This convertible rolls up with five guys in it, and the one guy in the passenger seat's like, "Hey, I heard you're looking for (laughs) Salvano." Yeah, you know where he is? Yeah, he's right here. He pulls his gun out. Yeah. He's like, but we're not going to shoot you. Why? <laughs> yeah. We're going to kick your ass. He has this no, fight scene not. with these five guys. <laughs> those those five guys are actually his students. Oh, yeah. In real life, he did that scene with his students. <laughs> they have that great sword. He cuts that dude's hand off that's holding the gun. He cut the side of that dude's neck. Yeah. He kills the shit I out mean, of that he, one dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's just back, right back to straight murdering people yeah. again. Didn't need to. That was already down. Beats them all to hell, and then one guy runs off. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Chases him him down, knocks him down in a bush or something. Or yeah. he starts questioning him. Who sent him? And he gives him a fake name. And he's yeah. like, all right, if I find out you're lying, I'm going to come back and kill you in your own kitchen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, it was Silvano. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's what I thought. Punches him. Goes to walk away. And then just some guy who's talking Oh yeah. to, to like a couple of black well, he guys. he said... He, you could hear him say to the other guys he's talking friend. to, like, hey, that's my buddy. That's my buddy. Yeah. And, you know, Nico punches him and he gets up and starts walking away. Hey, why are you being on my buddy, man? That's my <laughs> friend. I don't believe that's his friend. Yeah. I don't believe that friggin' six foot six <laughs> giant dope is friends with a I don't know what this guy is at this point. I don't know if he's CIA, if he's if he's Well, the guy know, he was beating on was just like some Drug dealer. <clears throat> like really a guy that worked for Salvano, who's just the lowest. <coughs> Salvano's the lowest one on the chain here. Right. He's like a, the popular drug dealer in Chicago. I got you. He's just one of his dudes. I'm like, that. this guy's like friends with him? It's too much. They just tried to go for too much. Yeah. Can't, you can't keep track of all it. He's like, I'm not <laughs> in the mood for this today. <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck about your mood, man. That's my friend. He just punches him in the chest, takes him yeah. out. Starts walking by those other two black guys like, what it is? What it do, man? <laughs> like, what was that? I don't know. So many things in there that you could just tell, like, Seagal wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what if I just punched him one time, this big giant guy? Yeah. He falls down. Can't get up again. They have that line at the meatpacking plant. The the one detective with him's like, oh, I think they spotted you. You're, you're too pretty to be working at a meatpacking plant. And they just cut to the next scene. Who wrote that line? <laughs> yeah. Seagal wrote that line. Yeah. I guarantee it. You have to call me pretty. In the scene, <laughs> yeah. you've seen my, pra- my face. Call me pretty. pretty and pull my hair. And pull my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so Sister Mary calls Jax because she knows where that priest is. Yeah. The one that had the information about the assassination. And we, we cut to her and her, the, the, the Sister Mary in her apartment, knock at the door. <clears throat> They open the door. It looks like it's Jax. Surprise, it's Zagon and his crew. They bust in, grab the priest, start giving him the chemical interrogation stuff. Right. But by now... Which I don't know what that stuff... Did they ever say what that was? No. I can only assume... I mean, I would only guess it was like... uh, What do they call it? True serum? Yeah. But it's also some kind of like numbing... Like they, they, They definitely... Their eyes roll back in their head. Yeah. He starts describing you have a warm feeling. It's so weird. Zagon does like yeah. dark serial killer ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're together. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he is a weird dude. Relax. He plays a great bad guy though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's good. He's he's done it several times. 
Well, he, I think he was in a Chuck Norris movie too. He had to have. Been. Well, he was in Code of Silence. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Somehow Nico also. Oh well, yeah. They they told him where. So Nico and Jack show up with the other detective there, Lukage, who he doesn't have a lot of great lines. He has yeah. some good stuff, like in the car when they're heading that way. He's talking about how, hey, this is we're all going to get arrested, right. and Nico, you're not selling with me, Jack. So we can work <clears> something <throat> out. <laughs> he busts in, starts shooting a couple guys. The huge shootout. Jax gets shot by Z- Z- Zagon. Right. Zagon Shotgun and Selmos. Yeah. She flies down the stairs. Even the, the other detective says it to her. Jax, get out of here. He runs down the stairs past me. Yeah. Jax, get out of here. She's just, what? <laughs> Why'd you get out of the car? They end up chasing Nico over to the, the train station, but he's on a different train. It's just so weird. Yeah, I think he... <sighs> That felt weird. I felt like he ju- got off, like jumped off that one roof onto the roof of the train. Yeah. And then jumped onto the roof of a trolley. Okay. Like it wasn't a train. It was only like two cars. Right. So I think that's like the trolleys that go through c- cities back then. Everybody kind of disperses. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Nico ends up, or we, we we get to see that Jax is okay, which yeah. why even have her get shot? All of a sudden, the scene with five guys and automatic weapons is too much. Yeah, yeah. Like earlier, he could take them all out, but right, you know, right. I don't know. <laughs> that was too much. Now that he has two other gun, <laughs> he's got guns back- with him. Now that he has backup. Yeah. yeah. Now he can't handle it. But so we, they immediately show that Jax is fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like all broken up about. It. He's like, oh my god, they got Jax. Yeah. He's like, oh no, she had a vest. She was fine. So my thing is, why even have her get shot? Yeah. <laughs> why write that she gets shot if the next scene she's fine? Yeah, I don't know. I could have sworn it looked like blood on the on the shirt when, when she got shot. It looked like a too. mist, like a blood I mist. I think they <laughs> got through her shoulder. Like, yeah, I mean, like it's a just spread, as she was so. starting to fall down the stairs, it looked like like you could see like holes all over her jacket. Yeah, it looked like blood leaking out. I mean, that's it's not the greatest bulletproof vest. No. <laughs> Nico goes to her apartment and just kind of feeling sorry for himself there, <laughs> looking yeah. at how all her photos are of him because it's Nico and he's the best at everything. All her, all her photos are of her sitting in a car. Her sitting in a car. <laughs> He's he goes back to the Don's house, or you know that that huge house, the mafia right. house. And he's with his family having that breakfast talk, and they're like the the Don walks up. He's like, "This came in the mail today. They're telling you to back off." And then that's when his wife's like, "You need to back off for the safety of our family." And the mom's yeah. like, "Listen to her, Nicola." Telling him to back off since the first fifteen minutes yeah. of the movie. <laughs> the, he's just like. You ever smell a baby? <laughs> what? <laughs> remember that? You don't, you don't remember that? I don't remember him saying that. No. It's not what he yes, says. It's like innocence oh. of how a yeah. baby smells innocent. They're like, you need to back off, Nico. This is too much. You're going to get us killed. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I almost just said it exactly the same way again. You ever smell a baby? <laughs> you ever notice how a baby smells so clean like nothing's ever touched it okay yeah I do remember that and, and all I'm thinking is get that child away from Steven <laughs> yeah, yeah. he goes around sniffing kids you ever smell a baby <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is this character so twisted uh, <laughs> I think this is what he thinks is good I don't know if you're crazy you don't know you're crazy yeah, let's let's just throw in a bunch of subtle stuff about the church's basement. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about how good babies smell. You ever smell babies in the what? bottom what? of the church? What? What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you ever smell a baby in a church basement? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. <laughs> Where does Seagal live? We don't need to know. Is he, st- <laughs> he still live in Louisiana? I think he lives in Russia. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's hope he doesn't hear this and just come looking. <laughs> oh, my God. Come. These guys said so much shit about me. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure there's enough people talking shit about him. He's got his hands full. Yeah, at this point, yeah. So he's doing recon now on some building, looking over Salvano and right. his crew. And that's when Nelson Fox sneaks up behind him and puts the gun to his head. <laughs> right? Catches him. Is that all like, oh, the parking garage? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I okay, figured yeah, you'd be yeah. doing your recon here. That's how I was wondering how they met up there. Yeah. I, I didn't remember either one calling the other or anything. Yeah, no. He was there to, to <laughs> technically to bring in Nico. And that's okay. just where he worked in the CIA with him. He figured that would be the spot he'd be in. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that beginning of that scene kind of confused me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's when Nico says the line. Oh, just okay. the beginning of that one. <laughs> well, there's up until so this part, much. <laughs> I'm locked in. I smell babies. I'm in church basements. I understand all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they go into like how you know it's not as bad as you think it is. I'm just doing my job. Oh yeah, sure thing. Fox the fixer, right? And he's like Z- Zagon's just a farmer, but it's what he's farming that's the problem, right? They find out. He's, he's basically accusing them. The CIA's bankrolling the drug lords. They have that whole thing where he's like, you know, there's somewhere in Germany right now, there's an 80-year-old prison guard being executed for war crimes. Yeah. We know people. They're responsible for 50,000 non-military personnel lives. No women, one ever Women, comes. children. Yeah. Librarians, <laughs> teachers. Yeah. Yep. This is going to be the third time that bartender shows up. We skipped over the second time. When he's <laughs> yeah. at the police station making a report on him. Yeah, They yeah. finally got you, huh, you son of a bitch. Yep. Nelson tries to get him to get in the car. He's like walking him out at gunpoint. Again, someone got the drop on... This is never going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> someone got the drop on Seagal in this movie. Yeah. Well, if anybody, it would be that guy. I mean, he's, yeah. he's the one that spent the most time with him. He's in the military with him and all that. Right. But here comes Sagan <laughs> yeah. with a car full of people, including the bartender. <laughs> they have that little standoff, and that's where that's where Seagal was accusing uh, accusing him of turning them into right. Yeah, he's like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't call him. I didn't tell him to come here. <laughs> Bartender c- kills Nelson, <clears throat> just straight up offs him. Right. They have a pretty great fight scene in that parking garage. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to talk about there. Yeah. What about the blonde kid that was just in his car in that parking garage at the time? Oh, yeah, that was weird. He pulls just some kid out of his car, <laughs> hops in, takes off. He backs into Salgan- Salgano. Salvano yeah. backs him all the way out, out the wall. <laughs> yeah. That looks great. It did. I kind of expected the whole car to go through the wall. but Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting to see a real dummy looking. <laughs> He's on the back of the car with the car backing up, yelling at him, stop, stop, stop this you car. fucking gray maniac. Yeah. He takes his shoes off and throws his shoes at him. <laughs> oh, my God. I missed that. That's yeah. great. He took one shoe off, threw it. And he kind of looked around, took the other shoe off, threw it. <laughs> he hops out of that car. Runs to Fox, they, runs to another car, and then we get like an ADR line off camera. He's like, "Oh, Fox's car." Yeah, <laughs> which I think they had to put that in there to make any kind of sense, which didn't help. <laughs> why, do they, why do they have keys to so many cars? Yeah, <laughs> he gets in that car. All the tires get shot out. So for the next like three minutes, he drives the way I do in GTA ninety percent of the time, <laughs> which is all four tires blown out, crashing into walls. Yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> they finally make him surrender. Another surrender. Yeah. Up until this point, that chemical 
that that guy uses has been like this end all beat all. It kills one guy, yeah. makes them tell the truth. They now they got Seagal or Nico, you know, trapped in the chair, right. tied up, and we don't know this, but they're at the the place where that senator is supposed to be at. Like this is when the assassination oh, okay. is supposed to go down. He gives him the drug. And Nico's like trying to fight it. He's like, "Yeah, fight it. Makes it work faster. Fight it, fight it." And he just his eyes roll back in his head. Yeah. But psych, Nico's immune to any chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't hurt him. He breaks the zip ties, beats the hell out of everybody, shoots everybody, and just walks out. Yeah. And then passes out. And then passes out. Oh, was that the, that's the scene where he snaps the dude's arm, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, how did I miss that? <laughs> yeah, that's. The first of many. That probably yeah. made America go crazy. Yeah. I know it blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah. That was just so crazy. He's got that perfect face. He does this face, like a strained face that Seagal yeah. has. And it's the face he makes right before someone's about to get something broken. Yeah, his lips disappear. Yep. They, his, his lips get like, yeah. rolled into and his you mouth. you know something's about to break. Yep. <laughs> and this is where it kind of shits the bed. Because there's still like 30 mo- or like 13 minutes of movie left. Yeah. He he passes out in front of the senator. Then it cuts to him at his house. Yeah, he walks in on the the gala they were having. Yeah, there, covered in blood and passes out. The senator meets him at his house, asks him if he's ready to tell his story. He says yes. They ask him about his military history, and then it cuts to like a picture of Capitol Hill, and he does the same <clears throat> line from the beginning of the movie. The right, you know, there's always going to be those above the law. The end. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to have an action movie with with a dull last. That's such a minutes. weird, yeah, yeah. Just this anticlimactic finish. Like they should have left. Like after he gave that speech, when they were leaving, somebody else should have attacked him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the CIA, CIA guys or something. I don't know. I don't understand why the bartender's there for so long. It, like it, at the very end, his line. Yeah, is, he like knew somebody or something to be in this movie for that long. Yeah, or they just realized <laughs> that they needed another guy because yeah, <laughs> they like, didn't. <laughs> they didn't, no. At the end, he's just like, I hope this doesn't take too long because I'm hungry. Yeah. That's, it's line before he dies. That's why we kept him. Oh, uh, that scene, though, where he slaps Nico in the yeah. chair. You know he broke Seagal's nose, right? I heard that, yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you deserve it. Went to the hospital, iced his face all night, so his eyes didn't turn yeah, white. Yeah, he was terrified of getting a black eye. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that didn't want to pull punches. Yeah. Yeah. He that's learned what, it from Silva. That's what you get. <laughs> Pam Greer made a statement. I don't know how true it is. On the IMDb facts thing, that this is her favorite movie because she actually gets to act in it. No. Versus the fighting scenes from the other movies she's yeah. been in. Versus Jackie Brown? Yeah. Don't. That's acting. This yeah. is nothing. This is bad. Was that interview after Jackie Brown? It must not have been. Yeah, it had to be before. Because that's a newer one. Yeah. I'm so proud of this movie. They, they made me stay in the car 16 times. <laughs> yeah. I really like sitting in cars in movies. And one time I pull my gun out, I get shot. Yeah. She shoots the guy and doesn't even kill him. You have to show that, that Nico has to shoot yeah. him too. Well, she, Her and what was it? Uh, oh, what was the guy's name? Scar- Lukage. The other detective? No, the, the straight face guy that was giving him the needle. Oh, uh, Zagon. Zagon. God, I can't remember that name. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> but her and Zagon are probably the two best actors in this whole movie. Yes. Well, Sharon Stone. 
This was before she got good. I'm just saying. Like, she didn't have any lines. Yeah. She could have. <laughs> she she, she might have been good yeah. if they'd given her more lines. I don't know. But I'm sure she would have. But Right. They no, did. they don't give they, her anything. They didn't. <laughs> they somehow give Pam Greer so much more and yet nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she she just about could have not been there. Yeah. <laughs> it almost seems like he doesn't need two women. In like in life. one of his other movies, he had that dog and he kept leaving the dog in the car. Garage the baby. It's messed up. <laughs> well, he needs something to smell, woman. Yeah. You know what's cool about Pam Greer? You ever smell a clean baby in the church's basement <laughs> while the priest comes up behind you and takes his collar off? <laughs> she got diagnosed around the time of this movie, actually, <clears throat> around 88. She got diagnosed with stage four cervical cancer. Yikes. They, they gave her 18 months. Wow. And she completely went into remission through a bunch of treatments and, and stuff. So to the point where... She's to, in remission to this day. She's still doing great. That's crazy. Tim Burton wanted her for Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. And her cat had cancer. Oh, no. What? And she she just told him, no, I, I won't I won't do it. I'm not leaving my cat's side. It was with me wow. when I had cancer. I'm not. And then the cat passed away, and they called again. They offered it to her again. She's not working at the time. Right. We really want you for this. And she's like, no, I, I, I just can't. I'm sorry. I can't. My cat just passed away. I wouldn't be any good to you. And then third time, Tim Burton himself calls and asks her to do it. <laughs> no. She goes, well, you got the role because that was your audition is telling me no three times. So when you're ready, you, you come and read. <laughs> like you got it. Yeah. That's great. That's great for Tim Burton. That's great for Pam Greer. I love that. Yeah. I like having some nice stories in between the Seagal history. Yeah. No so doubt. did she do that one? Yeah, she's in Mars Attacks. I haven't seen any movie she's been in, so I don't have a clue. Well, you saw t- Jackie Brown. I don't remember it. She's like, did I? <laughs> it's got Robert De Niro and Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson's like a drug dealer. Was that the one with the airplane? Yes. She's the, she's the flight attendant. I still didn't like that movie. I didn't like her in it. Okay, well, you saw it. Okay, so now. So your first statement's incorrect? Well, the first statement's incorrect, but I thought it was a different one because the way you guys were talking about it, I thought it'd be It's a great like movie. That. I mean, it's a Tarantino movie. It's, it's <clears> That's another one I need to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. It's good. <laughs> it's Tarantino. It's, it, it, the whole story yeah, as a whole. I get mixed emotions about his movies. Yeah, the story as a whole isn't the best, yeah. but it's the scenes. He, he can make scenes oh, yeah. that are amazing. The visualization yeah. of his scenes are great. The the tension. Yeah. Like look at look at the interrogator in, in, in Glorious Bastards in that but first at, scene. At the same time, some of these scenes are not necessary. Because <laughs> his movies tend to run long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are some filmmakers that I want it to be long. Yeah. Like when it comes to Casino. That movie's three yeah, hours and a half long. Need, I'm not gonna say it's a bad movie. They need more substance though. A lot of the scenes in Tarantino movies aren't necessary. They're good. I mean, the scene itself could be a good scene, but when you got a three and a half hour movie or a three hour movie, I mean, come on. Just when I thought we it's, had fans. It's a bit much. <laughs> Bob went ahead and lost all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I like what he does. I just don't like that some of them are so long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, you could say that interrogation scene in the beginning of Glorious Bastards is too long, but it is. Your eyes don't yeah, blink. Yeah, no, I kind of felt like that was necessary to set up the feel of the vibe of the movie. I didn't blink that the whole movie. time, dude. It's <laughs> yeah, quiet. It's just two men sitting yeah. at a table. So, sometimes it hits. It's, yeah. It, it's, he's hitting the nail on the head with him, but sometimes it's just, you don't need it. Sometimes you're <laughs> right. You're right. Sometimes it is just like, okay, why are we still? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the in, in Pulp Fiction when they're doing the whole, it's a Royale with cheese. 
Like yeah. that whole conversation, I could probably. I know it's like quoted. Yeah, I could do with that. It's a highly quoted scene. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't need to be no. there. They could have cut back some of the time out of that movie. <laughs> That's the thing with him, though. He likes showing the scenes that other movies would skip past. Yeah. Like I, if, I always feel like he's trying to go for like this epic thing every movie he makes, and and sometimes it, it, you don't need it. Yeah, <laughs> well, you still haven't seen Reservoir. In, Dogs, in certain right? situations, it might hurt it more than it helps. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs yet? No, you gave me the DVD and I still I haven't watched it. Damn it! That one, it's it's, it's about <laughs> a huge bank heist, but we never see the heist. Yeah, it's only the scenes that you would cut out of the movie about the bank heist. Yeah, it's like them driving to the place or them going to breakfast to talk about the plan or them afterwards. Yeah. Like they don't show any of the thing you think we would want to see. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I, I keep wanting to watch that and I keep distracting myself with other movies to watch. <laughs> There's so many. All right. So we've come to the time. Favorite scene. Mine was the st- when they're at the store and the guy was yelling at him to get out. Yeah. Wait. I like that scene, but for different reasons. I don't like the the guy. Like I like when he's like you said when he's yelling at him to get out and he's doing that. Mm-hmm. That's great. But what's weird is there's too much of a pause before he even starts making physical. Like right. when they first cut <clears throat> to him and he's already beating the hell out of the guy and throwing him around and breaking stuff. He's just standing there. It, does, uh, yeah. it almost like he doesn't know the cameras on him. <laughs> I took that yeah. as he was shocked and paralyzed <clears throat> and going through the motions of what the hell am I going to do? They are destroying everything, and I don't have any money to yeah, fix I like, it. Yeah. I like the beginning of that scene when they were out in the street, and the guy said, "I don't think he can take all of us." He just got, <laughs> yeah. instantly got shot in the yeah, chest. I didn't see that coming at all. Because <laughs> that's murder. Was what yeah, happened there? For that's sure. not. It's not crime fighting yeah. anymore. Yeah, you're not apprehending a suspect. You just no. you just murdered somebody. I mean, granted, maybe it's self defense. He did just shoot at his car. I, I think you can argue. Yeah, they were all at that point. They were all unarmed, unarmed, and there's witnesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bit much. I think my favorite is. Well, I know my favorite. Yeah, my favorite is the bar fight. Yeah, that was good, and it's not as good as the next bar fights in the next movies, but <laughs> it's the only one we have to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that and the fight in the parking garage, or when it, when he finally got. Uh, the guy's name I can't remember. Zagon. Zagon. <laughs> yeah, all oh, the breaking his arm and stuff. Yeah, yeah that that's was great. Good. Least favorite. <clears throat> God, about fifty percent of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, least favorite scene specifically would be. I think the one with his niece, where he got the niece out of the apartment. Yeah, that's. I think weird. that was way, way, way overly violent. Yeah, he did not need to mess that guy up no. so bad. And, and again, we're talking about taking steps we don't need to take. Yeah, the bartender. That's involved with the whole thing that's going to be at the end of the movie is right there in the beginning. Yep. And yet we have to take 40 left turns to get back to him. (laughs) Damn it. It's worse than I thought. (laughs) I mean, what they did, they did well, but a lot of it was unnecessary. I don't like the the refugee scene. I don't think we need the refugees at all. They actually end up having nothing to do with the plot. They're like a red herring. Yeah, they were just there. They even fe- they said, oh, well, they're actually here just for that one priest that the, came by himself. It was the excuse to show the locks on the doors in the church's basement. Yeah. <laughs> Seagal's just like, you know what would be cool for this movie? You ever have like a, a room in a basement with a bunch of people <laughs> that aren't supposed to be there? I remember when I was a kid, I used to go into this church's yeah. basement. They had locks on the doors. Yeah, I don't like that scene. Because, I mean, why it would you bring bad. a cop into this place with a bunch of illegal immigrants? Yeah. I don't know. I just liked all of them with Sarah. 
Is that her name? Sarah yeah. Toscani. I, you know what? The oh, whole yeah, episode, yeah. I couldn't remember what it was, so I kept calling her Sharon Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. not good in this. It's not it's even not that. that. Yeah, it's, it's not that she's not good. They didn't give her anything to work with. Yeah. It's that his whole... It's like he doesn't care about his family. It's like she doesn't need to be there because there's no real family knit yeah. thing yeah. going on. So it feels so out of place when she's there. And yet somehow he manages to have chemistry with Pam Greer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it feels like he should be that having was, a relationship I think that was more with her yeah. than having a relationship with his wife. Right. So every time she's on set, like I hated the dinner scene. But I also didn't like the bedroom scene when he had the phone call come through. And I didn't like when they came in at the picnic after the shower. And they're making all sorts of comments about Pamela being in lingerie coming to work with his wife standing there. Oh, yeah, that was Everything was so... Yeah, there was... was Why is she there if they're going to say all these other things? Like, I didn't like any of that. There was like one or two times I thought to myself that she was scared of him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, it wasn't like she had had any. Like in the bed, in she's like, "Oh, at three o'clock in the morning," and then she just rolled over to say another word. Yeah, that scene. It was cool that she saw past his bullshit yeah. and was just immediately like, "Why is the CIA calling you?" Yeah, I liked that. But like you guys said, it. You're right. There's no defending <laughs> that. This is this is going to be towards they the end I of mean, her shitty roles. She's yeah, got yeah. some shitty roles. We we watched Action Jackson the other night. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't really blow up until what that movie Sliver. That's the one where she's being interviewed by the cops and crosses her legs or whatever. Oh, that's basic instinct. Basic instinct. Yeah. That's what she blew up. You threw yeah. me off a sliver. Sounds like two different movies. It is two different movies. <laughs> okay. I got the name wrong. It was me. My bad. Yeah. Basic <laughs> instinct. She. That's when she blew up. And that yeah. was after this. And that's after Total Recall, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think Total Recall was oh, her yeah, first it was. big yeah. role. Yeah. yeah. I think Basic Instinct was, what, early 90s? Yep. Like, I don't think it's her fault. It's just the way they wrote her in yeah, wasn't yeah. very... We, we know Sharon Stone's a fan. Yeah, the movie actor. already had too much going on. <laughs> so right. They, I mean, <laughs> they could have cut back some of that stuff and gave her some more lines, but no, they decided to do it the way they did it. When it comes to a Seagal movie, though, it's pretty much best he doesn't have a wife. Because it's just <laughs> yeah. going to be bad. Yeah. But even the picture in there in her bedroom when he's going to see Jax after, well... Going to see her, her house. When he's in her apartment yeah. after she gets shot. The yeah. picture of them, it was weird how it's they so put weird. her in it. Like It looks <laughs> like it's a picture of Sharon Stone and Pam Greer with a picture of Seagal photo, like, <laughs> yeah. photoshopped behind them. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, rating this one. I don't know. Obviously, we're going high. We're in the high numbers this time. Yeah, I, I understand that. that. Give it a high five. Sky high. C4, my man. High five. <laughs> Five's fair. I give it a two. Two's Ooh. fair. I can't argue with that. Again, yeah. I can't stress this enough. I wanted to watch out for justice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's uh, what happens when you make five movies that all resemble each other. That's when they're all the same fucking movie. Yeah. And they get better, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go, in the terms of Seagal movies, this is an eight. Because he has made 60 movies. And out of 60, this is probably top five. Out of his first five (laughs) movies, this is probably a zero. Because it's the the worst of all of them. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I can't really argue (laughs) with any of this. (laughs) 
I'm gonna go as 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 a movie we've done on this show, action movie on this right, show. Yeah. It's a four. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong four. I uh, can't help it. I love the action. If you're a Seagal fan, yeah, I'm movie. sure you'll like it. Which I mean I've liked a lot of Seagal movies and uh, this one I'm split down the middle. Yeah. I am not a Seagal fan. I, I, like, I like it and hate movies. it. <laughs> <laughs> I like these five movies. Yeah. That's it. So if you guys have any comments about the Quentin Tarantino stuff Bob said earlier, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yeah. you can get Bob at uh... <laughs> Damn, it feels like we haven't done this in so long. That's fine. Just attack me through Instagram. I'll take it there. Yep. <laughs> What's your Instagram again for the folks? Huh? Your, your personal Instagram? Oh, Movies Against? Damn it. <laughs> We're on Twitter, at Movies Against. Instagram, Movies Against. We have an email, moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, Catch us Fridays at 4 Eastern Standard Time, I think, <laughs> on Helium Radio Network, where you can join a live chat and listen to the newest episode with other people. On Helium, is it just Movies Against, or is it Movies Against Time? It's Movies Against Time. Okay. We're on their untethered radio, because we're explicit. <laughs> I see. Because Dustin can't talk for 45 minutes without saying a cuss word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not you guys doing it. It's definitely me. What the F-bomb is going on Yeah. Here? I guess if that's it, the only thing I have to say is, you ever smell a baby? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> not kind of yet. That's what he says, basically. <laughs> you ever smell a baby?